Hello and welcome to the One Trust Talks Tech podcast. This is episode number 12, recorded on August 21st, 2023. My name is Roger Dean and I work on the product team here at One Trust and I'm the host of this podcast. This episode is part one of a series of episodes that we're going to do on governance, risk, and compliance. In these episodes, I'll be talking to product managers, deployment specialists, and customers. In this episode, we are lucky to have as our guest a new addition to the OneTrust product team, Sarah Otrembo. And even though she is new to OneTrust, she is definitely not new to GRC. As always, just a quick reminder that this podcast reflects OneTrust's current expectations for product capabilities. Be advised that dates and features may be subject to change and should not be relied upon when making purchasing decisions. Okay, now I would like to welcome our guest for today. It's Sarah Otrembo. She is a new product manager here at OneTrust. As I mentioned earlier, she's our GRC um, product manager in charge of all GRC, but she's not new to GRC by any stretch. So welcome to the podcast, Sarah. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Roger. I uh, appreciate the uh, opportunity here to chat with the audience and talk about GRC. I am um, so excited because I'm looking forward to learning some stuff. Maybe can you just give a quick background of who you are and maybe what we're going to talk about today? Absolutely. So um, I've been in the security and product space for over 15 to 20 years. Um, my passion is in data and helping uh, customers and industry experts really understand how data is driving risk and various things that they care about in their environment. So that's kind of the background that I come from and why GRC is so important to me, just the whole concept of understanding risk and how to mitigate it and, you know, work within kind of the constraints of that sort of field. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and today we're just going to go over some basics on GRC, which is going to help me a lot, right? And, and and cover a few other things around what OneTrust is doing. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So let's start off with maybe just some definitions about what is GRC. And I know you mentioned risk and there's like IRM, which is, you know, integrated risk management and there's just risk in general. Can you just give kind of a summary of, of what those are and what the differences are? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, in in kind of the space that we're in, there are a ton of acronyms. So it's always helpful to understand what do these acronyms mean. Words are just that, words. And so it's really about the context and the concepts behind those. So GRC stands for Governance, Risk, and Compliance. And typically in the industry, GRC has been very much focused from a compliance first perspective. And when we talk about compliance, it very much relates to kind of regulations or here's a list of things you need to do. Can you prove that you're doing them? So compliance is really proof. It's proof that you're doing some standards, some requests, that a regulation has put out there. And in the governance risk and compliance space, a lot of those compliance standards are very much specific to security or how do you protect your environment. Then if we look at risk, risk traditionally is looking at the potential for harm or bad things to happen. Or, you know, if you go gambling, you know, what's, you have a risk there. What's the potential that you could lose versus win? So risk can have both a 
positive opportunity as well as a negative opportunity. And that's something that we kind of look at in this kind of overall industry. And then integrated risk management, that's really where we take not a compliance first perspective, but more how do we look at the things that we're doing in our environment from a risk first. So we want to make sure that we're doing things that put us into the best position based on the objectives that we want as a business. So it doesn't really have to do with any sort of compliance or regulation. It's just we we want to mitigate any risks just because, you know, it's better for the company. And for example, we want to make sure antivirus is on all our computers. We have a good firewall because the risk of that happening is we'll get breached by a hacker or somebody and lose all our data. That has nothing to do with really compliance. It does. I mean, there is regulations around that, but in essence, we don't want to do it because it's bad for business and it's bad for our customers and it's bad for everyone. Correct. When you focus on risk, you're actually able to also adhere to compliance. It's kind of a, a byproduct of right, it. And, right. You know, not being compliant can also be a risk because there could be fines and various other sort of brand considerations that you need to talk about. But to your point, yes, it's more about doing something because it's good for you as opposed to because somebody told you to. Right. Yeah. It's like a kid. You know, you got to make them understand (laughs) (laughs) it's good not to eat uh, eat batteries. And, uh, you know, there's a rule don't eat them, but it's also really healthy not to eat them or whatever it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really the why, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so from a, from like from a organization standpoint, if I want to comply with regulations and I want to mitigate risk, do I need both like a GRC product and an IRM product or is is one can one do everything? So in just kind of to backtrack, I think it's kind of the wrong way to approach sort of the space or the problem there really isn't grc and irm are terms that really describe uh products or areas to approach problems differently so in the end there isn't something that says oh i need to go by grc and i need to buy irm the point is are you finding tools that help solve the problems that are most important to you? So the way that I look at this is, you know, I, I could call it Bob or I could call, you know, this right. tool Sarah. It's just a name. The important part is really the the context and, and what what the intended outcome is. So what I would advise people is when you're looking at what is most important to you in your business today, if you are looking at needing to just meet some compliance objectives, then you, you your focus can still be kind of that compliance first. But having that perspective of risk allows you to do both. And it actually puts you in a more, you know, a better long term standing from your security posture, right? And so it's really looking at, you can have a GRC product that allows you to look at risk holistically. So this is more about changing your mindset into what's important to you. And and it really is that combination of tackling risk. And while you're tackling risk, part of that is following compliance because that's kind of your uh, the list of things that you do in order to mitigate risk, but at the same time, you can meet those regulations. Makes sense. Have you ever seen a customer that's started out as, I've got to comply with this regulation, and they put in a, a product that, like, for say, for instance, OneTrust, that goes beyond just 
making sure you're compliant with that regulation. And they realize, oh, wow, this is really, you know, a great way to get our all of our risks under control. And they kind of grow out of just, I just need to follow be to be compliant into something where they're really managing risks outside of just compliance. Do- Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's one of the, the main benefits when you think about kind of that holistic approach, right? It's, hey, I can meet this mandate or this regulation by by doing these certain tasks. But when you think about trying to report up to the business as to why am I paying this money for this tool in order to do these things, you now can kind of expand the value of that tool that you're using to say, not only am I meeting a checkbox item from a compliance regulation, but by doing this checkbox item, I'm actually able to, you know, achieve these other um, value opportunities. So I'm able to prevent or reduce the ability for an attacker to get onto my workstations. I'm able to reduce the attack surface because now I'm doing these um, controls or doing these methods that prevent or reduce that kind of um, opportunity for something bad to happen. Yeah, it makes sense. And, and I've talked to a lot of customers recently that are, are coming to me and saying, hey, we're using the, your product for this one small thing, but but we're expanding it into these other areas of the business that really never came up in the compliance realm because there's things they want to control from a risk standpoint, and they realize that they can use OneTrust, not to sound like an advertisement for OneTrust, but it kind of is, <laughs> they can use OneTrust to, um, to to manage risks in those areas as well. So it's that's cool to, that people can, can are seeing that and are kind of growing into it. So what should and let's say I'm brand new to this. What should an organization look for in a in a solution, and how do they kind of decide what they need to get? Yeah, I think you know the the first step in in kind of making any sort of decision is looking at what are my immediate needs. Like, wh- where am I starting from? Mm-hmm. What is it that I am looking for? And you know, typically, especially when you're paying for tools, et cetera, you want to make sure that, A, you're able to account for the value that you're getting out of the tool. So understanding where you're starting from and any immediate needs, that's the first step. And part of that is acknowledging or understanding kind of where you are in that sort of maturity process. When you think about maturity, you know, I think about a a kid, you know, crawl, walk, run. Very much that's the same kind of process that you look at when you're buying tools or implementing certain methods within those tools is you have to start somewhere. And so figuring out where you're starting is the first step that you need. Going from that, the next two kind of stages are very much cyclical and kind of chicken or egg. And this is what I call the what and the why sort of stages. And given that I am in product, why is probably my most favorite word. And I typically ask three whys. And part of that is when you're trying to figure out why do I need a tool? What am I trying to accomplish? This is where you start talking about what's my business objective? What is the vision and organizational guiding principles that I'm following for my business? Those are kind of the um, 
the guardrails that help you decide what do I need to do and what do I need to do now and how do I prioritize, you know, what I need to focus on. So really that that why and the what, which is what do you need to do next? Like I need to have implement these controls, which are methods to validate that A, you're showing compliance, but those same controls or methods are the ways that you mitigate bad from happening. It's that they, they're dual purpose. And so when you understand what your business objective is or what's most important to you, what do you need to protect? What liabilities, you know, are, are you more focused on legal risks, on financial risks, on security risks? How do you look at your business objectives and figure out, okay, this is most important to me. So now that translates into the what you need to do. And once you have that what, you can start kind of feeding in and doing constant monitoring to adapt and adjust as you try certain methods and measures and see how effective those are and make changes in order to kind of consistently approach, am I meeting my business objective? Am I doing what I need for the vision of my organization and company? Makes sense. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. So is it fair kind of to say that it's really important to when you're picking a product, let me start over. I guess you could say, if I just need to do this one thing, stage one, as you mentioned, I need to be compliant with this certain regulation, so I'm going to get a product, and maybe I can, I feel like I can just get away with something, you know, that just does that. But if if you look forward in your business, thinking about all what you talked about is, and the expandability of, of where else you could use this, then maybe just choosing choosing something that's very bespoke on just doing compliance for a specific regulation isn't the best way to do it because you might end up having to re- redo it or do it in a, in a platform that supports more because you want to be forward thinking and move forward. Obviously, you have to, like you said, the first thing you need to do is take care of the immediate problem, um, but... You should also, if you understand kind of the space and what GRC is and what IRM is, is that you could, you know, think outside the box a little bit of just that one compliance and start looking at tools that could support multiple different, um, more than just a compliance regulation. Absolutely. The way I kind of approach this is, um, you know, when my son was born, he was a preemie. And a lot of times when you buy clothes, especially for kids that continue to grow and their size changes, you don't want to buy something that fits snug and to the point now, you want to have something that they can grow with and grow into. And it's very much kind of the approach that I recommend taking is you don't have to implement everything now. You don't have to do everything. But if you think about what tools that you're buying and starting to implement, you want to take the approach that says, how can I grow with this? Right. Right. It's you, you start from one place and that's where the crawl, walk, run happens, you can have a tool that allows you to just do your baby steps and and crawl. But you do want to have that forward thinking, knowing as a whole, this is is what I want to do for my business. I can start small and grow into it, but making those decisions up front that say, 
I know what I care about and I know what I want to be able to do. So so give me something that's flexible and that I can grow with. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, so I guess, I mean, you've gone over a lot of great stuff, but what kind of is the summary for people and maybe the call to action for people that are listening that aren't in GRC or they're in those baby steps right now? maybe just started out with, with managing some compliance or some risk, kind of what is your message for the, uh, to sum all this up? Yeah. So first of all, you know, don't focus on the, the acronyms you know, I need a GRC tool. I need an IRM tool. No, I would say focus more on the meaning and the intent. What is, what's your goal? What's your objective? And that's kind of how you back into seeing, okay, what do I need right now? And how do I look at my business as a whole and where I want to go, you know, kind of expand onto. So it's really identifying, um, what it is that where you're starting from. So here's where here's where I'm at and here's my immediate need. Next is really looking at what's your business objective as what is the purpose of your company? What are the rules of engagement? What are your guiding principles? That really is going to be along with where you're starting from, kind of that guideline to say, what do I need to plan for growing into regardless of where I have to start right now? So we have the starting point and then we have really those business objectives and guiding principles. And that really leads into what you can do next to take action. So once you know where you're at and where you want to go, that really leads you to what are the steps that I can start doing to take action towards what my business goals are are this really becomes that cyclical nature of you know why and what Mm -hmm. so knowing what you want looking at the results of any action and then having those apply and update what you do next to make sure that you're continually acting with regard to your end goal that makes sense and sometimes i go back to some really high high level objectives for you know, say for one trust, which is, you know, be good for the people on the planet, maybe as one. So yeah, how does that translate into things that I do on a day to day basis, or how how I could use uh, a GRC product to do that. And I think that's really helpful to, to look at that, even though what I'm trying to do right now is a very, very small thing, you know, your crawl type of thing, but I want to make sure that that's in line with those, ultimately. So when I get there, um, you know, I'll, I'll have the right thing, and I'll be doing the right doing the right tasks. Absolutely. And just one other, you know, thing to call out, it's the whole concept of risk and managing risk. You're never, you're never done. There is not, well, I, I'm done. (laughs) I've completed, I've solved my risk issues. Right. It's, it's more like your medical health, right? It's, you're constantly monitoring and making sure that what you're doing is in balance with, kind of the situation that you're at and you know the your your surroundings so risk is very much you you're not in complete control so what are the things that you can do constantly through monitoring and adjusting based on kind of the surroundings security is very much like medicine and kind of medical health and so that's kind of one of the principles that i think about as i make decisions is it's easy for me to think about oh i do these things for my for my body or for my health well on the risk side it's it's your security health right yep yeah so 
I know you're talking about like, how can I know that I, I've completed my task? What, how, how am I successful? And successful shouldn't be that we've mitigated this one risk or we've made, been compliant with this one regulation because, as right. we know, this stuff changes every single day. And is it more like I've got a program in place to handle things as they change? Is that what success is? Is it, is it I'm doing all the things, like you said, from a medical standpoint or health standpoint, I'm eating the right foods, I'm drinking the right drinks, I'm exercising. Is that kind of what implementing a good GRC or IRM or, or secure, or, you know, program is successful, not that I've just accomplished this one thing, I've been compliant with this regulation or whatever? Correct. And that's another kind of, you know, when you think about having an audit for a specific compliance initiative, that's a point in time proof that you're doing certain things. But when you think about what does it mean to have a good risk management system, that means that just like somebody who needs to manage their their blood pressure, it's you're doing certain things and there's indicators that say, uh, Maybe maybe it's high and maybe I need to look at something and make some adjustments. That's very much this concept of constant monitoring and seeing if you need to implement any additional controls. If the controls or the methods that you're doing to, you know, plug holes, address, you know, threats and vulnerabilities are effective or not effective and how to adjust those. So it's it's really a, a mindset and, and a framework that you're never done. It's a constant checking. You have those those triggers or that key, those key indicators that help you know where you need to prioritize your time and maybe make some adjustments. Mm, makes sense. So really what you're saying is there's a lot of job security for someone who's in GRC because they got a lot to do. <laughs> it's never ending and they're going to have plenty to do. So yeah, that's, that's yep. awesome. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. I know we're going to do a bunch of podcasts around GRC, and this was just the first one. So I'm looking forward to those as we get into more detail and dive into some of the other uh, things that are consistent GRC. But I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking to us, and, and I'm glad to have you here at OneTrust. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thanks to Sarah for joining. I really appreciate her coming on and learned a lot from that. Remember, if you have any comments, suggestions, or feedback, please send that to podcast at one trust.com. We'll uh, have another episode next week. Look forward to talking to you then.